0: Alhamdulillah, nehmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu Wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina Man yahdihi allahu falamudilla lah Wa man yudlil falahadiyalah Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah لم يتخذ صاحبة ولا ولدا سبحانه عما يقولون علوا كبيرا سبحانه وتعالى عما يقولون علوا كبيرا واشهد ان سيدنا وحبيبنا ونبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه واله وسلم عبده ورسوله وصفيه وخليله من يطع الله ورسوله واولي الامر من المؤمنين فلا مضل له وَمَنْ يَعْصِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ وَأُلِي الْأَمْرِ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ فَلَا هَادِيَ لَهُ وَمَنْ يَعْتَصِمْ بِاللَّهِ فَقَدْ هُدِيَ إِلَى صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ أما بعد Dear committed Muslims The world Virtually, the whole world has ta- has been focused on the developments pertaining to Al-Quds In this first khutbah, I will try to explain from an Islamic, Quranic, prophetic point of view How We should relate to these developments And in the second khutbah, I will try to Shed light on the reactions that have been in progress in the past week or two Muslims at this time Orient themselves towards Allah Verbally and they ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for victory and triumph The mere Asking in conditions like this the mere asking for victory and triumph from Allah Jalla is in a sense reactionary. In another sense, it is hypocritical. And in another sense, it is just traditional. These elements combined more or less Define for us the current Agitation of the emotions of the Muslims Alhamdulillah that we still have emotions We've not been reduced to robots or mechanized human beings like some other societies Let us Visit Allah's book and let us understand what it means to obtain victory the word now that's in every dua Allahumma mansur al-islam wal muslimin Allahumma mansurna ala al-kuffari wal kafirin all of these ad'iyah all of these duas right now are in the air okay in this context in the c- current conditions that we are in let's take a look at what we have in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and just a couple of instances after long and extended years of a struggle Prophet nuh alayhi salam oriented himself towards Allah and he said Inni مَغْلُوبٌ فَانْتَصِرٌ This was not a reaction. We're talking about Felabitha <laughs> fihim أَلْفَ senatin illa alfa senatin illa khamsina ama. He stayed the course of his struggle within his society for. A thousand years minus 50 this wasn't a reaction this was a maturation it was a strategic breath and so when he reached the end of this lifelong extended lifelong struggle it's not like us we're gonna leave we live what 80 or 90 years maybe a hundred if we're lucky and we're on our way out he lived 10 times that amount at least and then after that and this was a long extended struggle these are his words as registered by heaven above inni <inaudible> okay what does that mean he said after all of this, it, he wasn't reacting to some incident, he wasn't reacting to some individuals or some earthly power in the moment of it. He was culminating a struggle in which he said, Inni maghloob fantasir. He said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this is when Allah responds. Not like people who are eating chicken wings after Jumu'ah prayers and kebabs and these types of things. And they, they raise their hands and they say, Oh Allah, please grant us victory. See the difference here? Nuh alayhi wasn't enjoying after his salah some kebabs. Or... An air conditioned summer sermon, or the heat that comes from the instruments that give you favorable climate in the masajid of today. No, he was out in the real world and he maintained his position for that elongated time period and then he said inni maghloob these words come from hundreds of years of a personal struggle he said inni maghloob fantasr I am overwhelmed that's one meaning of maglub. the other meaning is I am overpowered the other meaning is I am defeated. You mix these three meanings together and you know what Noah was saying. Inni magloob means I can't win, I can't score, I've done everything I could do. And then he said, he didn't say, Fansurni, give me victory. He didn't say fansurna because there were remember the people around him making fun of those who were following him. ما Taba'aka تبعك إلا الذين هم أرادلون We see they're telling Noor his opponents in society are telling him the only ones we see who are following you are the scum of the earth. This was his condition. This was his struggle and after this marathon of a lifetime, he said, inni which means it's your victory, it's Allah's victory. You score the victory, not me, not us. Inni mahlub One example of what it means to ask Allah for victory extracted from our book of guidance which we can bring into today's real world and compare these people who are in their Islamic centers, in their masajid here and thousands of miles away who on this day in particular and in the past weeks and probably in the coming weeks, will be raising their hands skywards and asking Allah Jalla Shatnuhu for His victory without even preparing for it. We are dealing with, we react, That's that's a given. But we never prepare for anything. And when it comes time to prepare for something, you see people beginning... To go away, we, we're dealing with the psychology of defeatism. It it appears in your daily life. You say, you ask someone, let us do something. For example, let us have a sustained course simple thing a a sustained course of action the answer will be inshallah 99% of the times when someone is telling you inshallah they mean no that that's not the meaning of inshallah but the way the psychology has taken grip of this phrase it has a negative and a meaning of declining, insha'Allah. It's like I'm throwing the responsibility back to Allah, I don't want to have anything to do with it. No one expresses it this way, but that's the intent and purpose of the person speaking those words. That's one example. Nuh, his thousand-year struggle, and then after that, he extends his hands to Allah subhanahu And he says, Inni maglubun fantasir. Another example. I'll take these ayat around 249 from Surah Al Baqarah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all of history is focusing now our attention on a particular group of people. And the ayah says, Felema fasola talutu biljunud kala inna laha mubetali kum binahar. Feman sheriba minhu faleisa minni. Wamelam yatam hu fa inna minni. Illa manig tarra fa gur fetam فلما جاوزه هو والذين آمنوا معه قالوا لا طاقة لنا اليوم بجالوت وجنوده قال الذين يظنون انهم ملاقوا الله كم من فئة قليلة غلبت فئة كثيرة باذن الله والله مع الصابرين نعم this is another incident <clears throat> in which the ayah is speaking to us about military victory. Noor was speaking, uh, nor was asking Allah to score, so to speak. And we know how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala scored. the deluge, the flood, <coughs> and Nuh, and those who were with him, emerged with victory, and those who were against him, emerged with defeat, and death. So in this incident, طَالُوتُ بِالْجُنُودِ When Talut, listen to this brothers and sisters carefully, Talut, who is the head now of soldiers who were on a path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Talut says to them, This is the commander. And this is an effort that requires the ultimate sacrifice. They're going to face an enemy, just like what is happening in today's world. There's a known enemy that we know for sure, but we don't know of ourselves for sure. He said, Allah is going to test you with a running river, with a river that's running with water. Inna Allaha faman minhu Whoever drinks of this river doesn't belong to me. وَمَنْ لَمْ يَطْعَمْهُ فَإِنَّهُ مِنِّي إِلَّا مَنْ اغْتَرَفَ غُرْفَةً بِيَدْهِ And whoever, now listen to the wording here, whoever does not feed that river belongs to me, except for he who may take a scoop with his hand. Inna Allah hob Allah is going to test you we're on the war path the commander and his troops are on a war path and they're going to they know among themselves within themselves they know that this whole affair could end up by the ultimate sacrifice they're going to die And Talut says to them, whoever drinks from this river doesn't belong here, doesn't belong with me, doesn't belong to me. فَمَنْ شَرِمَ مِنْهُ فَلَيْسَ مِنِّي وَمَنْ لَمْ يَطْعَمْهُ فَإِنَّهُ مِنِّي إِلَّا مَنْ اغْتَرَفَ غُرْفَةً بِيَدَهِ And whoever does not, uh, listen, listen closely. This is where our minds are invited into the subtleties of the wording of Allah Ta'ala Hikmatu. He didn't say, وَمَنْ لَمْ يَشْرَبْ مِنْهُ فَإِنَّهُ مِنِّي The first sentence was, whoever drinks from it is not of me doesn't belong to me. So you would think the second following sentence is, and whoever does not drink from it belongs to me. But the ayah doesn't say whoever does not drink from it, it says whoever does not feed it. وَمَنْ لَمْ يطعمه فإنه there's a dynamic here and the dynamic is you either feed yourself or you feed yourself to the other in this case this river those who are feeding themselves don't belong to this military effort and those who did not permit the world to feed from them, belong to this military effort. That river is right now the source of, in their minds of livelihood and what is desirous for them. And when you scrutinize this whole affair, it doesn't make in the physical world, in the material world, it doesn't make sense. If you're going on a battle if you're going to the war front and you're thirsty and you need physical strength to face off with your enemy why are you telling us don't drink from this river the lesson here is not the physical strength the lesson here is your moral strength when you defeat your desire you become victorious. This is the this is the moral and this is the strategic lesson that because we haven't learned it, we react. When the issue of Al-Quds Jerusalem comes up as it has come up now, we are reacting. We're not supposed to be reacting. We're supposed to be conquering our own selves this lesson stands out in human history in the record of time the quran is going to remain until the end of time and allah chose this moment to focus on to teach us a lesson that if you conquer your inside self which Desires things and lusts for things and craves for things If you conquer that you've conquered your enemy So what what does this lesson to, to, to put it in a nutshell? What does this lesson summarize? we resist our craving our the inclinations of our nafs we resist that and we tolerate what we dislike we resist what we like and we tolerate what we dislike putting it in other words And that likeness and dislikeness is attributed to our nafs. This lesson, if we can learn it properly, will save us the reactions in future events when things like this happen. This is not the first time and it's not the last time that events of this magnitude such as stealing away al-Quds from the people who inhabit that land and giving it to an alien people who came from different parts of the world and colonized that land. So Allah speaks to us about a small group of people who conquered their own selves. They defeated their own nafs. And so he focused on them for us to understand. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every chapter of life there is this dynamic at work. The few who are committed to Allah who have conquered the gravity within themselves that takes them away from Allah. They've conquered that gravity. But do we see this in real life is this what is going on right now or are muslims not aware of a struggle that will continue for a long time as was the case with noah alayhi salam and not aware of a commitment that will defeat the enemy inside so that it becomes possible to defeat the enemy outside وكم من فئة قليلة غلبت فئة كثيرة بإذن الله والله Alhamdulillahi bi jami'i al-mahamid Ala jami'i niam Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala al-mab'uuthi khayran wa rahmatan wa hudan likafati al-umam Muhammadin al-nabiyyi al-ummiyi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam Dear brothers and dear sisters, now we transition From the guiding information and light that comes to us from Allah and we take a look at the real world okay oh Allah we thank you from the bottom of our hearts and from the core of our soul we thank you for the precious Guidelines that you have revealed to us but then We look at our own selves And we find that There are demonstrations all over Tomorrow in Washington DC. There's going to be a demonstration Beginning around 12 o'clock in front of the White House Don't misunderstand, we're not against demonstrations. We are against reactive, short-sighted demonstrations that do not have a larger program to them, which we call reactionary demonstrations. And thus is the case in other cities around the world, in capitals, in Muslim countries demonstrations let's let's take a look at some developments in the past couple of weeks or so since the administration here in Washington DC in the person of its president declared Jerusalem al-Quds to be the capital Of political pundits, economic thieves, military war criminals. The Arabian nation states, the governments in Arab countries did not even call for a meeting of the General Assembly at the United Nations. First thing that comes to your mind is they still have enough decency in them to at least, for media purposes, call an urgent meeting of the General Assembly. They did nothing of the sort. Why? Because behind the scenes they have sold out on this whole issue. in jordan the american embassy is located on a street the name of the street is al-umawiyin the umawis the umayyads they're changing the name of that street to medinat al-quds we're not against that probably this change should have been done a long time ago but as a reaction they said, well, let's change the name of the street. How far is that going to go? It's a symbolic type of gesture. It's not without its merits. It's something that can be considered a positive. After the decision to move to, uh, to recognize El quds by this administration as the capital of the Israeli thieves the US wants to send some Marines to protect its diplomatic missions in some Muslim countries one of the Muslim countries has said to the US we will not accept that it's our country we take security we Are responsible for the security of our country and everything in that country is Algeria. At least they had enough courage to say to them, leave your Marines where they are. We'll take care of this affair on our own. Last week there was a demonstration in front of the American embassy in Beirut, in Aukar. Okay, that's another reaction, a demonstration. But in the case of Beirut, it may have a little more flavor to it because there's a sustained effort there. It's not a totally reactionary society as is the case with other societies in Muslim countries. The Egyptian Orthodox Pope refused... Uh, The Vice President here, Pence, is going on a tour of some Middle Eastern countries and he wants to meet with the Orthodox Pope in Egypt. And he said, no, at this time, within these circumstances, I am not interested in meeting you. This Sunday, the day after tomorrow... For the first time that I know of, there's going to be a link-up between the TV stations in Egypt and in Jordan and in Palestine for 10 hours. All of them are going to be broadcasting the same programs that are going to be focusing on Al-Quds, Jerusalem. This is another reaction. That is positive in and of itself, but is it is reactionary because it doesn't belong to a larger program and a far-sighted strategy. It's reported that Lebanon is thinking of establishing an embassy in East Jerusalem, El Quds. Another reaction, just like El Kuwait. In this past week, said they are they want to establish an embassy in Palestine, but they don't have the courage to say we're going to have it in El Quds, Jerusalem. They want to have it in Ramallah. Another one of these reactions: a Jordanian pilot flies the royal Jordanian passenger plane over northern El Quds, Jerusalem. And on the microphone in the plane alerts the passengers that he is flying over Jerusalem the capital of Palestine which is another incident that is unusual usually pilots try to avoid political statements that that pilot did not and then the embassy The American embassy in Amman tells the U.S. citizens in that country to avoid demonstrations because of possible acts of hostility against Americans. The president we have, who has come under the influence of evangelicals, Who themselves are under the influence of the Zionists has made a very damaging mistake and even though Muslims are reacting in the current circumstances that we are in this reaction is not going to last for a long time our genuine selves are going to be reborn in these circumstances and conditions And Allah is our witness Allahumma <laughs> arina al-haqqa haqqan warzuqna atiba'ah Wa arina al-baatila batilan warzuqna ajtinaaba Wa la taj'alhumu altabisan alayna Wa j'alna lil imama Allahumma haddina fee hadayt وعافنا فيمن عافيت وتولنا فيمن توليت وبارك لنا فيما أعطيت وقنا الشر ما قضيت فإنك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك وإنه لا يذل من واليت ولا يعز من عاديت تبارَكْتَ ربنا وتعاليت فلك الحمد على ما قضيت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك وصلى الله على محمد وآل محمد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر ومن أظلم ممن منع مساجد الله أن يذكر فيها اسمه وسعى في خرابها أولئك ما كان لهم أن يدخلوها إلا خائفين لهم في الدنيا خزي ولهم في الآخرة عذاب عظيم إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون وأقم الصلاة The first time you see this, you see this,